New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Good afternoon or good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to or watching us. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me today is uh, our resident uh, Van Helsing, uh, Josh Harris, uh, joining me on this journey to hunt down some large prizes here tonight. How are you doing today, Josh? Well, the prizes are not as large as they were, but like, it's kind of... <laughs> I was like a little bit tilted about it yesterday, but the, the more I think about it, like if the prize pools are going to be a little bit smaller, people are going to go elsewhere, play baseball, basketball, golf. So like, yeah, the prize pools are smaller, but maybe the field, like the field gets a little bit weaker and you got, and everyone can have a little bit more success. It'd be nice if I won some money. Uh, I mean, I've had a pretty good season. I just haven't had that like huge finish where I'm like, sweet. I made my season. It's been a grind. So maybe with, you know, people looking elsewhere. Now's the time for these, for these everyday NHL grinders to make some real money. I mean, I feel like a slate like tonight is the perfect night where people who are pl- playing only NHL, or maybe you played NHL and then esports today, but you're focusing on NHL tonight. I feel like this is one of those slates where you can, can get an advantage because I think eight out of the 10 games all lock at seven Eastern. I think it's eight, maybe it's seven out of the 10 games. And like, that's the same time as NBA baseball and all that. So uh, if there's some late news that comes down in NHL, um, it could be an advantage for the people out there really paying close attention uh, to the NHL news, because 
there is a lot uh, of sports going on right now, and it'll be easy to get lost, uh, get some information lost in the shuffle. And that's where our premium Slack chat really comes in handy. Uh, we're always dropping lineup information, uh, breaking news in the in our Slack. So our subscribers are usually pretty up to date on all the goings on. Uh, yesterday, not really a, a crazy, I guess it, it was kind of a crazy slate by the end of it because Minnesota absolutely went ham sandwich, but there wasn't too much crazy going on earlier. Uh, you know, Leafs Canadians only combined for five goals. Uh, Blues may, may have played their best game that I've seen them play in the last month, 3-1 over Vegas, but uh, it was Minnesota that really did a lot of damage last night, putting up eight goals on Colorado. And I think it's, it's it's a nice reminder that, you know, Colorado could legitimately be one of the best teams we've seen in the last five years, but that doesn't mean that uh, they're unbeatable and it doesn't mean that they can't give up a ton of goals against. Yeah, and I love Kevin Fiala too. Like, he's one of my favorite players in DFS and just in general. And, like, the Predators are just absolute donkeys for trading him. But, like, I was not anywhere near him last night because I don't like stack against the Avs because they're just so good defensively. But, yeah, I mean, like – Occasionally, they're just going to lay an egg like this. And if you had Fiala, good for you. He I, he had, what, like 52 DK points last night. So, like, if you had him, you really just needed someone to sneeze and you'd cash. So, <laughs> good for good for you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it was just something I was looking at, like the 07-08 Red Wings, that, that elite, super elite team from 13 years ago. They allowed at least five goals, I think, in 11 out of their 82 regular season games. So, like, even the best of the best will give up a lot of goals sometimes. And I think uh, last night was a nice reminder of that. Uh, Coyotes choked in the third period. Uh, Would have been nice to get that Aiden Hill win. Uh, But the Kings, uh, three goals in the third to win 4-3. Let's hope we don't get any shenanigans uh, like that here today. Let's get a nice, easy slate where we can all win some money. Just want to remind everybody that if you're not able uh, to watch your favorite Osmo shows on YouTube, almost all of our Osmo YouTube shows are available through the Osmo Podcast Network. We've got a podcast for every sport and we're available on every major platform. So head on over to Osmo.com front slash podcast to check out the latest. Just leave a five-star review on any one of our podcasts with your Twitter handle or email address and you'll be eligible to win a free week of Osmo Plus Platinum. One winner will be awarded every Friday and reviews will be eligible to win for up to one year. So you can win this summer, next winter, even next spring. Uh, Just leave a five-star review on one of our podcasts with your Twitter handle or email address. And you could win a free week of Osmo Plus Platinum. Not a bad deal at all. Uh, While you guys are here, if you want to help us out, uh, the easiest way to do that is to like and especially subscribe. Uh, subscriptions are, are really important to growing the channel, getting us to the top of the algorithm and and all that good stuff and keeping these hours and hours and hours of free shows that we have coming uh, almost on a daily basis. All right. We have a pretty big slate here tonight. We have 10 games to get to. So let's get to them right away. Uh, Philly, 2.4 implied goal total are going into New York to face the Islanders. The Islanders have a 3.1 implied goal total. Obviously, the big news here is the Islanders are going to be welcoming uh, a couple fresh faces uh, as Kyle Palmieri and Travis Sajak were uh, traded to uh, the Islanders uh, late last night or in the afternoon at some point. Anyways, um, we didn't get official lines at the morning skate today, but Zajac and Palmieri are both expected to play. uh, And they did say that Zajac and Palmieri will be playing with Josh Bailey. Now, if you can kind of read between the tea leaves, I it seems like they would leave the fourth line together, have Bailey, Zajac, and Palmieri as their new third line. 
move Oliver Wallstrom up to the second line in Bailey's old spot. And then that leaves a top line of Jean-Gabriel Pajot, Matthew Barzal, and Jordan Everly. Uh, that's what DFO is showing uh, right now. I agree with that. Um, on my power plays article this morning, I did say that I like the Islander second line because I like the matchup going into Philly one, but it seems like that's changed now, Josh. So with these new players, we may need see some new matchups. We definitely have some new lines. So what are you seeing in this game? Yeah, so if Pajot's up there with Barzal and Everly, I would imagine <clears throat> they're going to match the Couturier line uh, just because, you know, they want to, they kind of want to keep Wallstrom in that sheltered role a little bit. They, they don't want him getting top competition right now, especially with his limited minutes. So um, I would imagine uh, Pajot, Barzal, Everly is going to get the Couturier, Ran, Reemstike, Lindblom matchup. And you know, at the at the current ownership, we'll have to see a rerun if we get confirmation on the on the lines. But I would imagine the Islanders are going to be pretty low on tonight because there is one very, 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 very chalky spot, and it's tough to fit in with a lot of people. It's pretty obvious who that is, uh, <clears throat> McDavid. But um, <laughs> so, like, there's going to be a lot of these top lines that are going to be under owned tonight, and I think you know the Islanders' top line is going to be one of them. And really, going into the Couturier matchup, if that is the case, is really nothing to ride home about anymore. Couturier's hip, maybe he's feeling better, maybe he's not. I don't like to you know, make assumptions on injuries. The last three times I did it, I got burned. But like, you look at the numbers, and the numbers don't lie. And Couturier's defensive play has dropped off a lot this season. So I, I really like this top line for the Islanders. And then with... Um, Wallstrom moving up with Eberle, or excuse me, with Nelson and Beauvillier. Uh, I really like that line too. Um, it's weird because I really like the Islanders tonight, but I'm probably not going to play him in my one to three uh, just because of Edmonton, but maybe I'll talk myself into it right now, which I'm kind of doing. The Zajac Palmieri Bailey line is okay. Like I probably wouldn't play them one to three. If you want to dab a little bit in MME, I think that's fine. Uh, I don't know how Palmieri plays without his beard. So I might have to wait and see, you know, Lou makes everyone shave like they're the Yankees or something, some ridiculous rule. So I I do like the uh, Islanders top line and the second line. And then on the flyer side, I mean, they've been a mess for a while now. I think, I don't think I'd full stack anybody, but um, if I was going to go to the line, it would be that second line, the Konechny, Drew, Voracek line. They're fully correlated on the power play. The thing is, like, the Islanders are very good defensively. They don't take many penalties. So I think I'm going to be underweight to the field on the, on the Flyers. Maybe just take a couple guys, one-offs here and there, and maybe, you know, a guy in the blue line, but that's about it. Yeah, I agree with you on that Flyers side. If I was going to do anything with them, it would be that second line. Uh, they are fully correlated, as you mentioned, uh, relatively cheap. They're not going to get any ownership. And, you know, it's the first game with the Islanders with, you know, effectively three brand new lines. We don't really know exactly how they're going to work out. I assume they're going to be good. The lines look good. I mean, the Islanders have been playing exceptionally well, even after uh, since the Anders Lee injury. It's just uh, if you're playing 150, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on that Philly second line. I'm probably not going to have much of them personally here tonight. I agree with you. Um, The Islanders top line, uh, it would be my target in this game. Pajot. Barzal uh, and Everly, I think, you know, Pajot has, I think, turned himself into a decent goal scorer over the last, you know, few seasons. Um, I don't think he'll be a direct replacement for Anders Lee, but I think, you know, it's not, it's not a bad approximation. And it's one of those double center things we talked about yesterday, right? Like Barzal and, and uh, Pajot are both centers. 
not many people are going to go double, roll double centers from the Islanders on a 10 game slate. So I think it's a real good way to get very different with your lineup. Um, if you have, if you feel like you have a chalky lineup on the blue line. Um, oh, by the way, I want to mention, I don't know exactly what the power play is going to look like now with everybody in. Um, I'm assuming Kyle Palmieri, he just takes Matt Martin's spot on the top power play. You know, I cannot imagine Matt Martin holds onto his power play role. So I think Palmieri will join Barzal and those guys uh, on the top PP unit. On the blue line, uh, I don't really like anybody from the Islander side other than if you want to correlate uh, with your forward lines. On the Philly side, Ivor Provorov has played about 26 minutes in three straight games. That's of interest to me. Yeah. Proveroff for sure. If you want to punt with Travis Sanheim, I know he scored a goal last game. Uh, the Sanheim Myers pairing is where I would go. I mean, they aren't great actual hockey players right now, but for DFS wise, like peripherals, if you need a punt, I think they're fine. But really, I agree with you on the Islanders. There's nothing much that I want to play other than correlating. Are you brave enough to start either of the Philly goalies tonight? Uh, they're coming in at 7,100. Uh, you know, we do like cheap goalies on the road, but they have looked awful for a while now. Yeah. I mean, if you want to take a couple stabs in MME, just because they're going to be like 1% just because they've been absolutely terrible. Like, and you hope like they don't, they're terrible right now, but they just have to be good tonight. You know what I mean? So like you could take a stab in a couple lineups, but they're definitely not a priority for me tonight. Yeah. Not a priority for me either. All right, let's get to our next one. Um, Interesting game, I think, in our next contest. The New Jersey Devils are going into Buffalo. New Jersey has a 3.0 implied goal total. The Sabres are sitting at 2.5. We're expecting Buffalo to go 11-7 again. Uh, That's kind of screwy with lines. It really makes it hard to stack three-man lines, at least, uh, for Buffalo. Uh, for New Jersey, I believe they said it was Jesper Bockvist is going to come in, uh, and j- he's just going to take tra- Travis Ajax's spot from the lineup in their from their last game. Everything else will stay the same. A uh, couple interesting spots for me, I think, out of this game. Um, more, in, you know, I think there's something on both sides. So I'll just let you take it away. Yeah, I can't believe we have to talk about both sides being like a track of. <laughs> <laughs> But here we are, right? So I'll just start with the Sabres. I'll get it over with quick. They're 11-7, so lines are going to be a bit wonky. But the one thing that has been pretty good the past week is, like, Casey Middlestad has been playing really well the past week. He's 2,900. He's still on power play one. I think he's a decent one-off. And then, you know, you have the Reinhardt-Olofsson combo. They'll probably go out most of the time together. Uh, Poso maybe might see shifts elsewhere with the 11-7, but I think Reinhardt, Olsen are going to go out together for the most part. Uh, and I think you can duo them. Their ownership is a bit concerning. Like, I don't know if I want to play 9% Sam Reinhardt or Victor Olsen on the Sabres team that hasn't scored a goal since February. But, like, <laughs> I guess, like, in 10-game slate, you need to cheap duos to fit in your uh, McDavid's um, – or some other lower owned spots. So I don't mind them as a duo. Uh, even Jeff Skinner is a one-off. If you want to go there, 3,100, really my favorite one-off would be Casey Middlestad and the duo Reinhardt Olsen. And then on the devil side, um, there's a couple of lines that I think that are, <laughs> that you can use tonight. Uh, Hughes, Sar- Sharon Govich. Uh, I'm going to call him Yanni just because I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not even going to go for it. So like, I don't mind that line. Um, I think, 
when push comes to shove, if you're going to use the Devils, they're going to be the lower owned of the two lines. I think the more popular filler is going to be Zaka, Brat, and Wood. Um, you know, that line is 12-7 as a full line. They're almost fully correlated on the power play. Brat and Zaka are on the top power play. Wood is on the second power play. Uh, Miles Wood in the top six role is going to be popular. Just people love Miles Wood. Uh, he's a good goal scorer. And now if he's going to get the minutes, I think, you know, it's going to be a, a decently popular filler. So if I was going to go to the Devils, I'd probably go to the Hughes, Sharon, Govich duo to get a little bit lower ownership. Um, but yeah, I mean. Seeing is believing. And you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the neural quantum processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung. More wow than ever. It's kind of weird talking about both sides of this game in a five and a half total on a 10 game slate, but I think, you know, there's only so many spots to go. Yeah, exactly. It's you, you mentioned the ownership three of the top 10 lines we have by projected ownership right now are lines from this game. Now, like you said, this is Buffalo, New Jersey with a five and a half total with a month left in the season. (laughs) And here we are, three of the top 10 aligns by ownership, but it's because of their price. And realistically speaking, both sides are in good matchups, right? Like you, you're not scared of either side, whether it be uh, defense or penalty kill or, or anything like that. I think the edge here may come in net, right? Because Linus Allmark is starting for Buffalo while New Jersey is going for Aaron Dell. That's what's kind of leaning me more towards the Buffalo side than New Jersey here. If I had to just pick one, um, Olofsson, was Olofsson and Reinhardt was the duo, as you mentioned, that I had picked out. But I'm with you. I really don't want that ownership. Like, I would play Olofsson at 3 or 4% ownership. I wouldn't play him at 8 or 9 or, you know, even 10% ownership. So uh, I'm going to hold off until we get another run of ownership maybe here in a couple hours and see if that number comes down a little bit. But for now, I will say I'm mostly in on the Reinhardt-Olofsson duo uh, for Buffalo. Um, they're just, the prices have come down. This is a good matchup. Uh, Zay Jack and Paul Mary both gone from New Jersey. There's just no matchups that are really of concern here. And Buffalo's actually look, I don't want to say good, but they've looked better since Kruger got fired. Like they actually look like an NHL team, a bad NHL team, but an actual NHL team. Whereas, you know, they look like an AHL team for like half the season. So, uh, they do look a little bit better. Um, on the blue line, I, you know, I've no problem with Ristolainen or Dolan. Um, I think Ty Smith might actually be my favorite defenseman out of this game. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I see the ownership on Dolan at 1.9%. Like, I don't believe it. Like, I, it's going to come up. Like, there's only so many people you can fit in with his expensive stuff. And he's on power play one. Ristolainen is on power play one. It is the Devils. They're not a very good team. They just traded their best player. Uh, so, like... Yeah, I'm fine with the, the the Buffalo Blue Men there. Ty Smith, if you're correlating with the power play, I think definitely makes sense. Severson's a decent one-off. Um, I mean, even Colin Miller's no okay. like. I don't know why I keep like re- recommending people from this game. Like, I don't want to play players in this game. But, <laughs> like, there's so many like from a price standpoint. There's so many decent plays here. Yeah, there is. And that's kind of the problem is that if you are using super expensive lines, there are only so many places to go. So you're probably going to end up here uh, in net. I do like Allmark tonight. I like him. Uh, doesn't matter DK or FD, but on FD on FanDuel in particular, he's 6,700, I think. So 
I think great play over there. Uh, I, I think you'd say agree with me in on Allmark out on Dell. Yeah. Uh, the one thing on DK with Allmark at 7,600, I'm a little bit concerned about shot volume with the Devils without Palmieri, but he makes sense, if you, especially if you're correlating with Buffalo. Yeah, completely agree there with you. All right, let's move it along. Um, MLB opening day was one week ago today. My Blue Jays still look good. Um, very thankful for that. Um, but our MLB promo deal is still going on. You can get your first nine days of Osmo Plus MLB for only $9 when you use the promo code STARTING9. That's starting nine with the numeral nine. That gives you access to everything we have to offer for MLB DFS, including player projections, ownership projections, top stacks, lineup builder, and our premium Slack channel. This offer is valid through tomorrow. So if you want to get in uh, to MLB DFS, this is a great way to do it. It's only $9. Get your feet wet. See if you like what we have to offer. And if you don't, you're only up out a couple of cups of Starbucks coffee. It's not that big of a deal. So Osmo.com promo code starting nine to get nine days of Osmo plus MLB for only $9. Um, Masters Masters started today. I haven't checked to see how my bets are doing, but if they're like my normal golf bets, they're probably not doing very well. Uh, Masters started today and we have a PGA deal for that as well. You can buy your first month of Osmo plus golf and get one free month. When you include the promo code Dustin, that's 60 days of Osmo Plus Golf for $29.95. And just like MLB, it includes our player projections, ownership projections, top top golfers tool, lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Uh, and the thing is, this deal covers the PGA Championship in May. And the Masters and the PGA and the U.S. Open and the, and the Open are all uh, the tournaments that draw the biggest contest on DraftKings and FanDuel. So uh, you, you get two uh, majors out of this. If you go to Osmo.com and use the promo code Dustin to get a free month of Osmo Plus Golf when you purchase a month. Stop guessing. Start winning. Join Osmo Plus today. Uh, And because we just keep giving out free stuff here, uh, we talked about ownership projections through the first couple of games. The NHL ownership projections are free today up on Osmo.com as are NBA and MMA ownership projections. And we also have MLB player projections for tonight for free up on the site as well. So we have four sports covered for you. If you want to get in, head on over to Osmo.com and check out what we have for our free content. Head to Osmo.com slash promos if you want to see what we have going on for promos at the site. All right, let's move it along to our next game. We have the Pittsburgh Penguins with a 2.9 implied goal total going into New York. The Rangers have a 3.1 implied goal total uh, this game just happened a couple days ago, and the Rangers uh, put a beat down on the Penguins by a score of 8-4, to four, I think it was, by the end of it. Uh, we had a four-point night from Panarin. I think it was a three-point night from Mr. Strom, or Mr. Fox, a two-point night from Mr. Strom, a two-point night from Mr. Blackwell. It was a really good night for a lot of Rangers. Um, we're not showing much ownership across the board here. So maybe there won't be as much ownership as we think, but, uh, I got to think with the Rangers putting up eight, two nights ago, uh, spanking the flyers a couple times, uh, in recent memory and an over under of six, I got to think there's going to be, uh, some ownership here. So why don't you tell us what you like from this game? Yeah. I'm, I'm more surprised that there's less ownership on the Rangers second line than are the top line. Cause the top line is going to go into Crosby and, you know, if they, they had a good game the other night. And if you want to go back to them, that's fine. But really, where I want to focus on the Rangers, Panarin, Strom, Blackwell, that line has been incredible. Like, actually incredible. And it's weird because, like, 
Ryan Strom has been excellent this season, which has been weird for me. Uh, Colin Blackwell, like I, every time he scores, I, I post on Twitter to put just put the captain patch on Blackwell. Um, <laughs> like that line has been really good, and they're only showing two percent ownership. Even if it creeps up to five six percent, I want to be over the field in this line. They're going to avoid the Crosby matchup. They're going to get the depth of the Penguins, which is where you want to attack them after you get past Crosby. Without Malkin there, it's just yeah they've been playing a little bit better, but it's still not great. Uh, so. I really like this Rangers second line. If you want to go to the first line in MME, I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, I also like this third line, Lafreniere, Heedle, and Kako. Uh, I think they're super cheap. They're going to get very low ownership, and you can full stack, and you can take two two of them. Uh, I think if I'm going to use, like, for sure, I'll use Kako just because he's on the secondary power play unit. Uh, if you want to put him in with Heedle, that's fine. You want to put him with Lafreniere, that's fine. Uh, they're going to get, you know, even more depth matchups it helps you fit in the the expensive stuff, especially if you're going to power play stack, you can two man them. Um, and then on the Pittsburgh side, I think this is a good bounce back spot for the Crosby line. Uh, the Rangers are a fun team offensively and yeah, Jack Johnson's not, he's out for the season, but like once you get past the Fox pairing, they still have issues defensively. So I think this is a good spot to get some leverage off Edmonton tonight with Pittsburgh one. Um, Pittsburgh two, it's okay. Like if you want to, you know, put in McCann for power play one, Zucker's cheap power play two, I guess that's fine. But really my focus on Pittsburgh would be on the top line. Yeah. I really do like the Pittsburgh top line here tonight. Um, I am in agreement with you that I think our Rangers ownership probably comes up a little bit. Uh, we're not showing much ownership uh, on the Pittsburgh top line. We have them uh, sitting at 9% right now. Uh we have them as the second most likely stack by our top uh, by our top stacks tool to go off tonight, um, just behind the McDavid Nugent or the McDavid line. So, like, I I really like Pittsburgh here in this spot, which is weird to me because like you're you're right that the Rangers have improved defensively. They're a good. I think they're a good defensive team now. They're certainly like you got to remember two and a half months ago, they had, a, they had a defense pairing of Tony D'Angelo and Jack Johnson, right? Like those days are long gone now. This is not the same Rangers sheet team that it was late January, early February. Um, but that Rangers top line hasn't been elite. 1.8 expected goals for 2.1 expected goals against per 60, 47% expected goal share. That's not great. That's not even that good. Um, now their individual talent and skill will get them to outscore those rates. But that, that doesn't mean that they're going to be able to drive the play. And I will take a great five-on-five line like Pittsburgh won any day of the week. So Pittsburgh won is definitely going to be in my mix tonight. Um, I do like that Rangers three call. I think that's a nice uh, nice stack to get away from the chalk over on like New Jersey or Buffalo if you're playing a super expensive, you know, like Tampa stack or super expensive uh, Boston stack or, you know, the popular Edmonton stack. I think the Rangers third line, you know, they've been at, at least being good, right? About break, even by expected goal share, which I think is about all you can ask from for three young players like that. Um, and they'll get the depth from Pittsburgh. So out of this game for me, it'll probably be uh, Pittsburgh one and Rangers three on the blue line. Like for me, Adam Fox is just getting too expensive. Um, and the thing with him is that he's not a big peripherals guy. Like he's not a Dougie Hamilton that'll take three or four shots a game. He doesn't block two shots a game or whatever. He really relies on points. And that scares me for a guy that expensive. Yeah. Fox had 24 DK points uh, last time out against Pittsburgh, but he only had one shot on goal. Right. So like, 
Yeah, so Rangers, uh, I think Truba's the guy you want to go to. He's still too cheap for what he does, uh, 4,100. And then on the, I mean, if you want to use Kellinger Miller, he's under 3,000, but really my focus would be on Truba. And then on the, the Pittsburgh side, I mean, if you if you want to correlate with Pitt 1, Latang makes sense. But other than that, uh, maybe a Matheson. Um, I know you're contractually obligated to say Cody CC, um, but really it, it would be Latang or Matheson for me on Pittsburgh side. Yeah, I'll say I'll break my contract for today and say that I agree with you on the Michael Matheson call. <laughs> I would definitely play him over Cody CC yeah. here tonight. Uh, in goal, I am definitely not playing Jerry um, Shesterkin. Any interest there? Uh, in correlated Ranger stacks, I'd play Igor. Otherwise, uh, I might I might have a one off here and there, but I, I like some cheaper goalies tonight. All right. I like it. Let's move it along. Next game. Boston has a 2.9 implied goal total. They're going into Washington. The Caps have a 2.8 implied goal total. I don't know, man. This is kind of a mess of a game for me. Um, David Pasternak still down on the second line for Boston. Washington's, uh, they just put Richard Panic on waivers. He'd been on the third line for them for a good chunk of the year. Um the, their numbers have been pretty bad over like the last three weeks to a month. Like, remember there was a stretch there where Washington's defense was elite. Certainly hasn't been the case lately. I think there's, there's stuff to like on both sides here, but it's hard to see the case for using either side. If, if, if that makes sense. So why don't you help us make, make this game make sense to me, Josh? Yeah. This, this in a limited amount, this game in a limited amount of lineups is probably going to be a pass for me. As I as you start building more, you get into twenty to fifty to one fifty. I think there are spots that you can use, and if you want to use the Boston top line, I think that's perfectly fine. Um, you know, even with Craig Smith there, right? Bergeron's coming off a huge game. Marshan had a big game. I mean, Craig Smith, I think, had an assist and a couple shots on goal, but he he's only four thousand, so he is uh, what forty nine hundred cheaper than Pasternak, so it makes that line more reasonable. Um, but without Pasternak, that line's just not elite. Um, they are going to get, I would assume, the Kuznetsov Ovechkin matchup, which is a plus. Like, yeah, Kuznetsov's been better this year, but Ovechkin's not very good defensively. Oshi, I mean, he used to be. Uh, he might still be decent, but like, I would have to assume at some point, I know it's been like three games now, but I would have to assume that Pasternak's going to move back up at some point. Um, I know why they're doing it just so they can, you know, because after when old Boston loans together, after you got them off the ice, their play fell off a cliff. So they're trying to, you know, from a actual hockey perspective, like make them a little bit better team from DFS perspective. It sucks. Um, but like, I want to get behind Boston one. I think that's fine. in MME Boston two, same deal, but like really, I might take a couple stabs on putting old Boston one back together. Uh, just, you know, like power play stack it. You don't have to put in <laughs> Grizzlick, 5,600 Grizzlick. Like, that's just rough. I mean, he is going to be super low owned if you do that, like four man. Like, you won't obviously won't be able to, you know, play Edmonton, but like, that's going to be a super contrarian four man. And it's a way to get really different on this slate. Um, if you want to do like a Bergeron, Posternock, Smith, you can do that, or like a Bergeron, Richie, Pasternak. I think like there's ways to get a little bit different into this game where you get exposure to the power play. And then on the cap side, like 
I, I don't know. Like, if, I just don't like these lines, how they are. Um, like, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Oshie is an okay line, but, like, going into Bergeron, like, I'm not sure I want to play them. Shiri, Backstrom, Wilson, like, who's going to score on that line? Uh, Jacob, Vrana, Eller is an okay duo, but, like, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ron is going to play like seven minutes and like <laughs> trip over the boards and be benched for seven games. So like it's just hard for me to get behind the caps tonight. There's some stuff. That you like, like if you want to play the top line in MME, that's fine. You want to do a little bit of power play options in MME, that's fine. This game's really an MME game as a whole for me. Like, it'd be different if Boston One was back together. I think that'd be a great spot tonight. But other than that, it's just going to be a bunch of MME options. Yeah, I agree with you that if you're playing a lot of lineups, I think Old Boston One makes sense here tonight. Um, the Washington top line over the last three weeks has an expected goal share under 41%, which is just pathetic. Expected goals against the 3.1 per 60 minutes. That's just pathetic. They match up against Boston one. Uh, they're going to get rolled. Um, and just the team in general, over the last three weeks, they have a, the, the, the Caps have a worse expected goals against than the Chicago Blackhawks and the San Jose Sharks. Like, this has been a bad team for a while. That's what's getting me. Uh, you know, to Boston in more lineups. Like I'd have no problem playing uh, old Boston one if you're playing a lot of lineups here tonight. But that's the only interest I really have of any of the forwards in this game. I just don't have a lot of interest. Don't have interest in Washington one going into that matchup. And like you said, who's going to score in Washington two? And then Washington three just doesn't get ice time. So um, I guess Washington three, if I was going to duo anything, Eller Brana would probably be the one I would go to and try to take advantage of this Boston depth because with no Charlie McAvoy for Boston here tonight, uh, that depth uh, for the blue line is going to be challenged. Um, Jacob Lozon, I think played a ton of minutes for the Bruins in their last game. So he might be a target for me on the blue line, but that's about it out of this game. What do you think? Yeah, there's really nothing that I want in this (laughs) game. Uh, I'm looking, I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm not finding anything. I'm going to look elsewhere. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm, I'd say the same thing in net. I'm not playing Swayman or Samson off. What do you think? No, I'm off this game. This game just can go on a different slate. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it, it, and this is, and it's going to come back to bite us. You just know that, right? This is going to end up like eight, five or something like that. Like Pastor Knox going to have four goals. It's just going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let's forget about that and move on to our next game. We have the Florida Panthers with a 2.8 implied goal total going into Carolina. Uh, Carolina has a 3.1 implied goal total. Florida was on the other was on the other side uh, of a trade earlier today. Um, 
but it, I don't think they're really going to lose that much from their lineup. Like Brett Connolly's gone. Uh, he'd been in and out of the lineup. Riley Stillman, like, was effectively like their sixth or seventh defenseman. So, like, it, I don't think it really affects the Florida lineup a whole lot. Uh, the Carolina side uh, looks like pretty much status quo. What do you like here, Josh? I just <laughs> – the Carolina Hurricane lines bother me. <laughs> like, uh, I just – just give me Trocek, Netchez, Niederreiter. The line was so good. And now it's like Niederreiter with Stahl and Fogel, which is nice on paper, but Niederreiter and Stahl together don't have great numbers. Um, you know, Sveshnikov, Aho, Fost, I like. They're going to get the Barkov, Verhage matchup. Or, well, probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, Stahl, Stahl played quite yeah. a bit against Barkov in the last game. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, like, I like this Carolina top line. Uh, and I think if you're going to use him, put in Fost. Like, he's not some dumpster fire third wheel like uh, your boy Alex Chieson when he's up with McDavid. But, like, Fost is a competent player. Uh, if they're going to get, you know, the depth of the flame or the Flames, the Panthers, I think, you know, they're an okay play. Uh, they are projecting for, uh, you know, ownership over 10%. Uh, so I think the way to do it is put in Fost in, the, in those stacks. Um Second line with Martinook there over Niederreiter just just bothers me. And like Trocheck is really expensive. I'd rather play Aho for three hundred dollars less in a better matchup. Uh, that third line, you know, because they're going to get the Barkov, they might get a bump in minutes. But like Niederreiter and Stahl together, their numbers haven't been great. Uh, so really, this is Carolina one for me. On the Panthers side, like I want to get behind the Panthers power play. It's just this is a tough this is a tough matchup. If you want to play Barkov, that's fine. Like. If you want to like get contrarian off McDavid, like there's not super similarly priced, but Barkov's seventy eight hundred and he's projected for under three percent right now. So I think like if you want to get a bit contrarian, it is a lower total against a decent like a decent defensive team. So like getting in like a Barkov Huberdo Hornquist is going to be super expensive, but it's going to be way different than going you know Dry Saddle McDavid Nugent Hopkins. So and there's only so many decent spots on this slate. So like. You're going to have, if you're, especially if you're MME, you're going to have to play some stuff that you don't like. Like, you're going to have some uncomfortable spots. And unless you're going like 97% Edmonton, which I wouldn't advise. So I, I kind of like the Florida power play here. I like the second line. Um, you know, Wenberg is, he's still on power play one, right? So, like, I'm, I'm not sure. But Huberto and Hornquist are there. Jake's uh, DFS darling Alex Wenberg is there for 3,300. If you want to go there, that's fine. But really, this is more about an MME type game besides uh, Carolina one. Yeah, Wenberg still PP1, uh, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be funny. Like, I don't know what that Florida top power play is going to be like because Keith Yandel was benched in the last game. Uh, and Matt Kirstead and Anton Strahlman were on the top power play unit. Uh Anton Strahlman, I don't suspect will stay on that top power play unit, but Matt Kierstead actually might. So uh, that's a name to keep in mind uh, tonight if you're building for Florida because Kierstead is probably going to get some PP1 time. And at last I checked, uh, he was exceptionally cheap uh, across all sites. So keep Matt Kierstead in mind. Um, I'm out on Florida. Like uh, Joel Kenville said this morning, they, there's going to be lineup changes coming. Uh, there's going to be a big scramble uh, at 6.30 Eastern uh, when those lineups come out. So I'm going to be out on Florida. Uh, Carolina, 
I wrote up Niederreiter this morning because going into that Barkov matchup probably guarantees him a, a floor of minutes. Like he's definitely going to have to play at least 15 or 16 minutes, but uh, I'm not going to be stacking uh, anything on the Carolina side either. But if, if I were, I agree with you that Sveshnikov Aho going against the depth uh, makes uh, sense to me on the blue line. Uh, Dougie Hamilton, man alive. Is he getting expensive? Uh but I guess, like, if you're playing, like, Aho and those boys, you might want to stick him in. But, man, 7500 that's just a lot to pay. Yeah, that's expensive. Um, if, you, if you want to do it, do it. Like, he's he's the guy. He's he's the new Brent Burns now. Uh, so, if you want to put him in, that's fine. And then on the Florida side, like you said, Kierstead, Min Price, I think that's a name you got to watch out for. And Gustav Forling, 3500 That's That's a money – price right there so you can put him in even Mackenzie Weger at 4200 but um other than that if you want to you know go down to like Jake Bean or something on the Panther side but really it's it's Dougie Hamilton even or like Brady Shea yeah I just Gustav Forsling uh 22 minutes always got to mention Gustav Forsling whenever we're on this show uh, in that, Chris Dridger looks like he's going to start 7400 uh, I kind of dig that going up against Carolina yeah, uh, <laughs> come for the expected goal, stay for the shutout. And Dridger is the better goalie, I think. Uh, so at that price, I'll take some stabs on the volume. Yeah, I agree with you. Don't mind Dridger here tonight. Uh, today's show is sponsored by Jock Market. If you haven't heard, Jock Market has turned fantasy sports into a stock exchange. Forget waiting until the end of the game to make money. Jock Market allows you to buy and sell shares of players in real time for real money with guaranteed payouts for all your shares at the end of each night. With daily markets for NBA, MLB, NHL, and PGA, you can make real money every hour, every minute, every second of any match or game. Use the pregame IPO to pick up shares of your favorite players, then buy, sell, or hold during the game based on your analysis. Download the app to get started and use our exclusive Osmo promo code Osmo50 for a $50 bonus on your first deposit. This is an exclusive offer only for the Osmo community, so make sure to take advantage of it today. That's Osmo50 for a $50 bonus at our show sponsor, Jock Market. All right, we've got five games to get through. We've got a little under 20 minutes to get through them. Let's get through these. Tampa Bay, 3.2 implied goal total going into Columbus. Columbus has a 2.3 implied goal total. Uh, I was on the Bolts a couple nights ago. Eunice Corpusalo decided to have his best game of the season, saving 36 of 38 shots in what I think was a 4-2 win for Columbus. Uh, wrote up Steven Stamkos on my Power Plays article this morning. I do like the Tampa side here. Uh, Columbus is losing Boone Jenner. He's off to the IR. I think it was with a broken hand or broken finger or something like that. So there's going to be uh, changes coming to Columbus. What do you like here, Josh? Yeah, that's a problem because Boone Jenner was the Torts' favorite. Like, you knew Boone Jenner was going to play his minutes. Now, without, you know, constant Boone Jenner, I would imagine Nick Felino is going to be his boy. So, like, if you want a two-man Domi Felino, I guess. <laughs> like, I'm out on – I'm just going to say, I'm out on the Blue Jackets. <laughs> <laughs> like, Shark Tank, I'm out. So, like – I just, I just can't get behind them. Um, you know, they, they beat the lightning last game. How like, like is lightning going to strike twice? Like pardon my awful pun. Like I just don't see it, uh, especially without Jenner. So I like the lightning side tonight. I like the second line, Killorn, Sorelli and Stamkos. Uh, their ownership's in check. 
Uh, they're going to get whatever matchup they're going to get. I don't think it's it's a it's going to matter. If you want to go to that top line plot point Johnson, that's fine. You know, Tyler Johnson is what he is, but you know, the price, from a price standpoint, he's cheap. I do like this third line too. Even with like Gord being five thousand, there there might be quote unquote overpriced. Uh, but like when Gord, Gaudreau, Coleman are together, there's a really good combo, and they're going to get God knows who on the Blue Jacket side. So I think that's a decent low owned spot um, for me. So out on the Blue Jackets. Uh, Tampa two is my favorite, then a little bit of Tampa one and MME. And I do like that third line. Yeah. Uh, Tampa, Sorelli, Kalorin, Stamkos is what stuck out to me. Uh, and the reason for that, uh, you said the, you mentioned matchups real quick. Last game, they saw most minutes against the line A line. So uh, any line going up against Patrick line A uh, is in play for me. So Stamkos, Sorelli, Kalorin like them. If you want to leave Sorelli off and just focus Stamkos, Kalorin, for the power play, that's fine. But Columbus doesn't take a ton of penalties. So we're more about the five on five in this matchup uh, than the power play uh, on the blue line. Like Sergachev, like for me, it's Sergachev, McDonough or Hedman. If you're, if you're playing Tampa Bay, right? Like I think at times, like we'd had played Chernak, but he's injured. You know, Jan Ruta was a punt fade, but uh, he's on the IR right now. The rest of those guys that they typically have like Borgman and Shen or whatever, just don't interest me. So I think, uh, if you're playing defense uh, from Tampa, it's probably got to be one of the big three, right? Yeah. If you're correlating power play, even though Columbus doesn't take many penalties, uh, Hedman makes sense. Then it's McDonough for me, just because he's cheaper than Sergachev and he you know, has decent peripherals and then Sergachev. And then I said I was out on the Blue Jackets skaters, but I do like Wierenski as a one-off 4,400. I think that's an okay price. If you want to pay it for Jones, I guess that's okay as well. And Savard is a block shot punk guy. Yeah, Savard, you know, if if they can get up to 38 shots again, maybe he can get up uh, to our three-block bonus. Don't mind him playing 20, 21 minutes a night. Uh, are we, I'm not going Corpus Allo in that, but he's 6,900, so we got to mention him. Yeah, I don't know if I want to tempt fate again, um, but 6,900, I think he can take some stabs. But again, I'd rather play Dridger for 500 hours more, way more in that matchup than I would 6,900 Corpus Allo here. If it was uh, Mr. Lickens at 6,900... <laughs> Lock button, no, <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Corby Salo, not a priority on the slate. But if you if you do want to take some stabs for a goalie under 7,000, it makes some sense. All right, gotcha. Uh, moving on to our next game, Winnipeg 2.9 implied goal total going into Montreal. The Habs have a 3.1 implied goal total. Uh, Montreal just played last night, uh, against Toronto, so this is a back to back for them. Uh, looks like it's co- it's going to be Connor Hellebuck uh, for um, Mon- for uh, Winnipeg. Uh, Montreal is not showing their goalie because they have a back to back, so it could be Allen on a back to back, could be Carey Price coming back from injury, could be the third stringer. We just don't know. What do you like here, Josh? I love the the Winnipeg top line tonight. Um, you know, a lot of the time during the season, like earlier on in the season, we said, oh, we don't like stacking against the Canadians because they're so elite five on five. But Gallagher's out. Um, their lines are a bit wonky, you know, Eric Stahl's coming over. He, you know, he's not the same player he was in Minnesota. So I don't think there's a matchup problem here for the Jets top line. Nikolai Ehlers is a top five winger in the NHL. If you want to fight me on that, you can find me on Twitter, but uh, I believe it. I think you believe it as well. Maybe not top five, but uh, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, I do really like this top this top line. Uh, they are a bit pricey. It's going to get you on a different path than Edmonton. They're, um, 
I guess it's perceived tough matchup, which is why their ownership is so low. But if, if that's the case, like I'm going to get way over the field here. Uh, Shiflin Connor power play one Ehlers on power play two. Uh, you know, with Wheeler out on the second line cop moves up. So like Stasny Dubois cop, you get two guys on power play one there. I mean, they're an okay line, but my, my focus would be on Winnipeg one. Uh, and then on the Canadian side, like if I had to go to a line here, I think it would be the Drew Ren stall to Foley um, line. Oh, and I, I will mention on the Jets side, like you can power play stack just because the, the Montreal does still take a bunch of penalties and their penalty kill is not that great. Could be Allen on a back-to-back, could be a bang that price. We just don't know. So I think if you want to add in like a Stasny or a, or a um, Mason Appleton <laughs> who's on the power play now because Wheeler's out, I think that's a way to get a little bit different. Uh, I'm not really sure – you need to, though, because their ownership's in check. And then, like I said, on the Canadian side, um, the Toffoli line would be my where I would go. Um, if you want to do like a Suzuki Anderson, if you want to go back to uh, Corey Perry after a two-goal game, that's fine. But really, I'm going to be underweight to the Canadians tonight being on a back-to-back. Yeah. And Helly Buck being my, one of my favorite goalies of the night. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Stahl Toffoli drew in. That would be my target uh, on Montreal, perfectly correlated on the power play. Um, I'm just not on Montreal in general here tonight. Um, we mentioned yesterday, I believe, that Montreal's top line's numbers really have dropped off with Brendan Gallagher out of the lineup. And that makes sense. Like, Brendan Gallagher is an elite elite right winger, two-way right winger. So that, that their numbers fall off without him is no surprise. So um, I'm, in on, I'm in with you on Winnipeg 1. Going back three years, Ehlers and Shifley, when they skate together – 3.4 goals per 60 minutes. That is like over a sample of uh, over 700 minutes. That is flat out elite goal scoring. Uh, Ehlers and Shifley have just sh- shown a lot of chemistry together. I cannot imagine that Kyle Connor uh, is going to drag them down scoring wise. So I really love that Winnipeg top line. We're showing very little ownership uh, on them uh, so far here. We have them at 10% as a top two stack and we have them at 2% uh, ownership. So one of our best leverage lines of the night. Love Winnipeg one here tonight. Um, on the blue line, God, just not a lot here. Like Jeff Petrie is a guy that I'll always have interest in uh, for the Habs, but really just not a lot on this blue line that I like. Yeah, if you want to, you know, punt Kulak, he's been a block shot machine recently and he's still min price. So that's fine. If you, if you are going to that second line and you want to put in Weber, that's fine as well, but really like, and then on the Winnipeg side, like I don't want to play Morrissey. He is on the top power play. You want to throw him in. That's fine. Like Pionk's an okay one off. Derek Forbort is an okay one off, but really I I would want to play defenseman from other games. Yeah. I kind of agree with you. And Hellebuck is the goalie you said out of this game that we want. I like Hellebuck. Yeah. Um, no interest really on the Montreal side. If it is out on the back-to-back, he played great last night and they still lost. So um yeah, I'm off on the Canadians goalie. Yep, I agree with you there. All right, moving along uh, to what is probably the main event of the evening. We have the Edmonton Oilers with a 3.7 implied goal total going into Ottawa. The Sens have a 2.7 implied goal total. These two teams just played yesterday. I think it was like 4-1 or 4-2 or something like that. Um, Ottawa may, may have scored a couple late goals. What have you, uh, Edmonton. Laid the wood. Leon Dreisaitl had a hat trick. Connor McDavid had another highlight real goal. 
Edmonton, far and away, our most popular line, uh, popular by ownership. We have um, two guys over 20%, uh, three, four guys, five guys over 15%, including the goalies. So, Chalky Edmonton, uh, I assume they're at least a consideration for you, but do you like anything on what, uh, what else do you like besides Chalk Edmonton here? Well, so you see, like, Drysaddle and McDavid, they're 2C, right? So you can't – it's that, that build again, right? You can't put them in with the Islanders. So, like, going back to the Islanders, if you do put in, you know, uh, Pajot and, and uh, Barzell, like, you're going to be on a wildly different path than uh, 25% of the field tonight. So, yeah, I mean, I, what, what can you say? Like, I just love Edmonton 1. Uh, the Drysaddle-McDavid combo is just bananas, and bananas is good. Um yeah. Shout out Guy Fieri, mayor of Flavortown. But with um, Jesse Pugliarvi up there, like, I just love that line. Um, what, what can you say? Like, you, you, you just have to get over the field or way under the field. Uh, you mix in Nugent Hopkins on that second line. I think you, there's, like, ways to do it where you're not totally – on the same path, like you do like a dry saddle, McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, Chieson. Um, like throwing in Chieson is going to get you on a, a decently unique build. He's on the top power play. He's going to play nine minutes and like 758 of that's going to be on the top power play. So like, <laughs> it makes sense to put him in like he made Donk a goal. I think, you know, um, it is what it is. Like I, there's not much else you could say really about Edmonton. Like if you want to go to that second line, I guess it's fine. Uh, like, but really, you know, I don't want to play Nugent Hopkins with Yamamoto and Cahoon. Like I'm going to focus on the top line. I'm going to focus on power play stacks. I'm going to put in that top line with, you know, Chieson. I'm going to put him in with Nugent Hopkins mix and match. And then on the, uh, Senator side, I, you know, I want to play that Kachuk line. I just, I don't want to go. They're going to avoid the McDavid. So I think like, if you're going to go to the sets, like Kachuk Norris, Paul makes some sense. Cause like we said, like senators haven't been shut out this season. It's Mike Smith and back to back. There's some spots on the sends that I think you can play Kachuk Norris makes some sense. Stutzla Batherson makes some sense. Uh, even if you want to go down to like <laughs> Anisimov Dadnoff, like I know that's, quote unquote the fourth line and we're just grasping at some stuff here and there's a lot of like cheap stuff you can put in with Edmonton like the Rangers third line they're gonna be alone the Sabres the Devils but like Dadnoff is a decent goal scorer yeah they're the quote unquote fourth line but like if you took the numbers away from the Senators lines and after you got past Kachuk you can make an argument that they all are fourth lines so like Anisimov Dadnoff two men is an okay spot but really like Edmonton one, Edmonton power play, some Kachuk Norris, some Stutzel Batherson, but this focus is on the Oilers. Yeah, Edmonton power play one uh, is the focus here. I think Shaysong makes a lot of sense if you're using Edmonton um, and you, you're worried about ownership. He's typically, he's almost, he's single digits, and rightfully so. Um, he's just not very highly owned. I did want to mention that in the game yesterday, um, it was the Kachuk Norris line that went up against uh, McDavid for the most part, but they did pretty well against them. Like, I think Mc, I think uh, one Edmonton goal was a power play and one was an empty netter. So you know, two goals against against you know that Edmonton line for three guys that are you know 
in their first three years in the league. I, I don't think it's that bad. And Nick Paul jumping on that line, I think, makes him good defensively or better defensively. So I'm with you. I don't mind that Ottawa top line if you want to get different. Um, I'm just so worried about that Edmonton ownership that I'm just Xing Edmonton out completely. Like I'm just like a t- tonight's a McDavid fade for me. Um, it's a 10 game slate and they're going to be over 20% on the road. I don't care about the matchup. I, I think that's just reason enough to fade them. If they, if they nuke me, they nuke me. Um, that's just kind of the way that NHL DFS goes. Um, on the blue line, I don't know what you like. I don't, there's not a whole lot that I like here uh, from either side. Obviously, I think you want to correlate Barry sometimes uh, if you want. I know we like to play Zaitsev when he starts to get a little bit cheap. He's at 3,900. That's not too, too bad, but anything else? Uh, Nurse, if you want to get a little bit different, he's a little bit more expensive, but you, you put him on the top line, you might be it. I know he's projected for a little bit more ownership than Barry, but putting in more expensive Nurse might make a little get you a little bit more contrarian. Um, yeah, Zaitsev under 4,000 makes sense. I think Chabot, if you're using that top line or the second line, makes sense. Artie Zub, uh, contractual mention, uh, 2,600. I think, you know, you can play him as well. Uh, if you want some block shots, I think you can also play Adam Larson. Yep. Uh, don't mind Adam Larson or the Zub at all uh, in this game. Um, all right, a couple more shows left. Just want to remind everybody that our premium Slack channel um, is really a big feature here at Osmo, especially for our NHL side of things. Uh, people really do love uh, the Slack channel. We're constantly setting out updates, uh, whether it's regards to lineups or injuries or whatever. Uh, really a great way to stay current on all NHL information. So whenever you sign up, for your Osmo Plus package, uh, you get access to that premium Slack chat and you get access uh, to the great minds. Uh, I wouldn't say great minds. I would say minds <laughs> that we have here uh, in our NHL community. No, I'm just kidding. We do have uh, some great minds uh, in our chat, uh, always around to help. Um, all right, moving along to our final two games. Nashville, 3.1 implied gold total going into Detroit. Detroit has a 2.3 implied gold total. Looks like Victor Aronson back for Nashville. I assume he goes to the top line in Bronco Grimaldi's spot. Robbie Fabry and Bobby Ryan uh, out for Detroit. Um, they didn't run lines for Detroit, but they had Evgeny Svechnikov on the top line last game, and he was with the main group skating. So I assume Evgeny Svechnikov, uh, Larkin, and Zadina is the top line for Detroit. Uh, what do you like here, Josh? I, I kind of like this top line for Nashville if Arvidsson is there. The problem is, is this doesn't lock. There's 10 games and two of them don't lock at 7 p.m. And this is one of them. I would assume Arvidsson's there. Uh, the reason I like them more than the second line just is going to be an ownership thing. Uh, you look at the ownership on the second line, Yarncrow, uh, Granlin, Kunin, Cunin. It's like over 10%. So that's just that's just the fade for me. Like, I don't want to play 10% Luke Kunin. Like, it's just not something that I want to do long-term. Like I'll just, you know, have to file chapter 11 before May if I keep doing that. So uh, really it's going to be the top line for Nashville, Tolvane and uh, Rigel Arvinson. I mean, Rigel is what he is at this point, but he's 3,600. I would imagine Arvinson does slot back onto power play one, or uh, maybe he actually goes to power play two. Uh, but you know, you get Tolvane and, and Johansson uh, at power play one, they're going to be lower. They do get the, the, the Larkin matchup, like, but the, the wings have been pretty consistent defensively, all their lines, like not great, not good, not terrible. They're just there. Yeah. They're just, they're just kind of like, 
I don't know. So Nashville one over Nashville two, just an ownership play. Um, on the wing side, if you want to have a little bit of uh, Detroit one, I think that's fine. Like, you know, <laughs> this game's pretty rough too. It's it's not as bad as the Devil Sabers game, but it's not a game that I'm like super excited to target. If you want to have a little bit of Detroit one, I think that's fine. If you want to have a little bit of Mantha, that's fine. Uh, but really, this is an MME game. I'm going to be on Nashville one. I'm going to be under the field on Nashville two. I'll have a little bit of Detroit one. Yeah, for me, it's basically just Nashville one or bust. Um, I don't mind playing Sveshnikov, Larkin, Sedina. It's just not a line that excites me. Uh, Nashville hasn't looked terrible of late. They've actually been making a little charge. So, uh, yeah, just Nashville one with Arvidsson uh, would be my target out of this game. On the blue line, I don't even want to play Yossi, really. Did you know he has one shot bonus since February? One. Like that's like that's six weeks of very little production. Like I'm out. So probably no defenseman for me. Gate, come get your boy Yossi. Come get him. Yeah, no, I'd rather play Dougie. Um, yeah, uh, there's not really much on the blue line that I want to play. Like, do I want to play Matt Benning at min price? Like, yeah, he's gonna get the minutes with Yossi, but doesn't really excite me. Matthias Ekholm, forty six hundred. I want to see him a little bit cheaper, but I guess he's an okay one off on the. Uh, Detroit side, there's not much there. Yeah, just um, Jonathan Bernier may be starting for Detroit in net tonight. Just watch that. Um, obviously, we won't get confirmation until um, he starts. But if you want to play, if you want, if you're playing a Detroit goalie, uh, I would put in Grice um, and then just swap to Bernier uh, if he's in. And you'll get almost no ownership on Bernier. I don't think, I think he makes a nice play here tonight. Yeah, uh, I don't mind the, 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 uh, the Bernier tonight. All right. Uh, one game left. Let's get through this quickly. We have the Dallas Stars going into Chicago. Dallas has a 2.8 implied goal total. Chicago is sitting at 2.6. Um, usual uh, with Dallas, Alex Radulov out. Rope Hints is probably a good game time decision. Um, I like the Dallas top line here tonight. They've been playing well. Chicago's been more or less uh, been getting saved by Lankin. Uh, what do you like here? Yeah, I like that Dallas top line as well. The problem is if if Rope is out, like, where are you going? Uh, just because this is the only late game. I guess, like, if you have him in utility, you can swap to, like, a Jamie Benn or you could swap to, like, a, a Chicago one. So maybe maybe Dallas one goes a little bit under the radar tonight. But I do like them, assuming Hintz is in. I also kind of like the Chicago top line, DeBrincat, Doc, and Kane. This isn't the best matchup for it. I'll save that for another day, really. But in MMA, I think you can have some uh, contractual obligation to say Dominic Kubelik uh, as a one-off. Um, I also like the Dallas second line uh, with Fasca, Ben Gurionov. I think you know they're not going to get the they're going to get depth of the Hawks, and I think that is an okay spot. Uh, so Dallas one, Dallas two, a little bit of Hawks one and some Kubelik. Um, but other than that, for skaters, maybe a one-off Strom, but that's about it. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, mostly on Dallas one. Uh, on the blue lines, uh, Connor Murphy, I think, would be it for me from Chicago. I don't even really want to play Bokvis that much anymore. His ice time is way too inconsistent. But Miro Haskinen, love him. Yep, Haskinen, uh, then Lindell, then Klingberg. Uh big rig Alexiak. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then on the Hawk side, it's, it's really Murphy or bust. Yep. Uh, Connor Murphy. I agree with you. All right. I'm going to ask you for your hat trick pick my hat trick pick for this game. Uh, probably 
coming from the line that I'm probably going to use quite heavily tonight. I'm going Jake Gensel from Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Nikolai Ehlers. Nikolai Ehlers from Winnipeg. All right. Gensel and Ehlers, your hat trick picks here for tonight. All right. We got to get out of here for producer Tyler, for uh, Josh, Josh, Captain America, Harris. This is Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. We'll, we will see you guys tomorrow. Good luck tonight. Good luck. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.